Now, if you disappoint my next guest, Monica Gelder, you will get a nasty telling off, just like I did. Monica is very well known across the TikTok spectrum as um, for her amazing teacher skits, and she talks in depth about her own experience as a drama teacher in school, really inspired her to show what it's all about by doing her own skits on TikTok. Monica was such a delight to talk to. I hope uh, that you learn a lesson, no pun intended, from Monica on this week's episode of Trackback with Cal Mack. And, you know, tell us what you thought of the episode. Email the team at trackbackpod.yahoo.com and um, follow us on Instagram as well. Check the show out, trackbackpod. This is Monica Gellart. <laughs> Welcome aboard the TikTok train, uh, on the TikTok track, as we're joined by Monica Geldar, as we're going to go through her uh, incredible life story. And from what I found out about you, Monica, you have an incredible life story. Do you reckon? Yeah, <laughs> well, if I think so, then it's definitely uh, worth listening to. So, Monica, before we start talking about your TikTok, let's start before you got TikTok famous. Now, I understood that you were a stage actor at one point. So, well, do you know what? There's a lot of stuff online that like says about me, like being a drama teacher and stuff like that. I was actually, um, I worked in a school as an arts technician, which is where obviously a lot of my inspiration comes from for the teacher TikTok stuff like that. So I have trained as a um, an actor for screen, so like screen acting, um, but working in, in a high school was probably where I get most of my inspiration for the videos um, and stuff like that. So I was never actually on stage. I was never like really acted professionally. Um, obviously that is the ultimate goal, but that's kind of where TikTok comes into it, I guess, is gonna be a bit of a way into it, hopefully. <laughs> they all say, don't they? They all say that, actors get their inspirations from school um I've heard a lot of actors that say or actors and actresses that say um oh it was always my drama teacher that inspired me to get into this industry are you the same I think you know what I it sounds so cliche but like acting has always been that one thing that I wanted to do I think in school I wasn't really very academic like maths science to be honest any subject that wasn't drama I wasn't really interested in um, and I always found it quite hard to concentrate on something that didn't interest me. So I kind of just kind of be away with the fairies and, and stuff like that, which is not the, I'm not telling people to go and do that, obviously try and concentrate, but I was just a, a bit away with it. And it's just the only thing that kind of really struck interest with, um, in me. And then obviously you don't do drama lessons in primary school that kind of comes into play in high school and the more I did it the more I was like oh this is amazing but I've always gone to like drama clubs when I was younger dance stuff like that I can't dance but I dropped that quite quickly but um yeah so it's just always kind of been that um that one thing that I wanted to do I don't know if I would say one person in particular kind of inspired me I think my drama teacher to be honest she also then was my boss when I started working there and she has um she's just amazing she's like one of the most amazing people um so I'm very grateful to her for a lot of reasons I think she's kind of one of the people that showed me about being dedicated and that you know she was always you say to me she was like don't wait for things you have to go and get things so I guess she kind of inspired me in that sense of going, go and get what you want. Yeah. Um, for sure. So yeah, it's just always been that kind of one thing that I've always wanted to do. I mean, me and school were never best friends. You're looking at the only kid that got a grade F in his set three mathematics class. Oh, 
don't don't matter maths was never my strong point I hate it I still hate it (laughs) but but Monica what made you connect so well with drama what was the point of you know you thinking drama's what I want to do what made you two come together in this blossoming romance I think it was do you know what I think it's um I just love becoming characters I love making people laugh that's probably one of the main things um comedy is probably my slightly at the top of uh, all genres it's kind of like my number one I just love making people laugh I just love the whole everything that comes with it it's hard to kind of pinpoint what it is um I just I just enjoy it it's just fun I love having fun and it's just kind of that that make that that's just what it is and I think obviously through lockdown we've not been able to do a lot which is why TikTok has been so amazing because it's let people be creative in a time where we've been quite you know well locked in almost I guess and you know within your own homes and stuff like that so do you know what it's really hard to kind of say it's this or it's that it genuinely is just what I enjoy doing the most out of anything so absolutely you know when you were growing up in school as well and you were around other thespians that also had that strong passion for drama like you did did you find it quite beneficial being around people like that and did they help enhance your sort of acting ability was it good to bounce off other people who had that same passion of drama as you did yeah 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 definitely one of my best friends actually we were friends in school and we're still like really close now she was in drama as well we did like we kind of like didn't really speak throughout school and then year 10 that's when I did GCSE drama and she did it too and we were like clicked instantly we were like right okay this is amazing like we'll do the school show together and then when we left uh year 11 which I think was 2014 um we went to the like this west end summer school thing for a week together so we always really bounce with each other and then obviously you go and do stuff like that and you meet other people that are into the same things and at the same age as you and that's that's amazing and then I recently trained at the Yorkshire Academy of Film and Television Wow, again yeah you're meeting people who are into the same thing as you which is so nice to have people that are that are into that and then obviously it's kind of gone down a bit of like a, an influencer route now in terms of social media and then I've made like new connections through through social media so it takes you all over the place it really does and you meet some like really cool people so I'm very very grateful for that. Do you expect to be in the position you are right now I mean you have your own agent that's a huge step as well did you imagine you know you'd be in this position right now? No not at all not at all so like I had I've had my agent for a few years because I've been with you after for quite a few years um but in terms of where I've gotten through social media no way not at all and it only it happened it's happened quite quickly so I only downloaded TikTok last May um during the lockdown and I probably started posting like beginning of June and when I originally started posting um all my videos I had my account on private because I didn't want anyone to see I was like I can't let anyone show everyone I think I'm weird um and I worked in the high school at the time so I was like it's not really appropriate I don't think to put myself online and working in a high school so it was always a bit of a clash and then I was kind of speaking to my brother and my brother was like you need to just go and do it because like you don't know unless you try why not so it might come of it so it might not but it's worth giving it a go and you don't want to go into teaching so why hold back for something you don't want to do if that makes sense well, I mean, so when you want to get into the arts then 
you got to get used to having your face everywhere, whether it's, you know, an actor, yeah. an actor or a presenter, you, you, you're going to have to be used to getting your um, face out there. Well, podcasts is voice. So it's kind of like, like <laughs> but, but you know where I'm coming from with the arts, you know, hundred percent. Yeah. You have to put yourself out there. You have to be brave enough to do so a hundred percent. Cause it is, it's a really, really tough industry. It's, it's pretty rock solid to be honest. And you know, the chances of, of going to an audition and getting a part and getting a lead, it happens, but the chances are really, 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 really slim. So I think if you are proactive yourself and getting yourself out there and trying to get yourself noticed, then, you know, there's no saying that, that right, the right people won't come knocking on your door. So it's definitely worth it. Yeah. But if you, if you know that you've got a talent, like, you know, deep down, I've got this special talent, how is the best way to utilize that talent to really showcase yourself from your own experience? I think it's I think you need to kind of recognize what what that is so in terms of like obviously my niche is 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 comedy it's comedy skits it's school skits it's you know been on the teacher side been on the student side stuff like that I think once you can narrow it down to that one niche you can work on that and then develop it um personally I feel like that has worked for me originally I was doing lip syncs I was just doing lip syncs to films tv shows stuff like that and um, the more I kind of use TikTok, I think um, lip syncs are really, really popular when I started like last year. And as everything does, it develops, it becomes something new, people move on. Um, and I started seeing loads of people do skits of different things, um, you know, working in retail, working in a restaurant, teaching one student ones. And I thought, this is great. What like a fantastic way to be creative. Um, so then I was like, right, okay, I'm going to come away from the lip syncs and I'm going to focus on just this and see if it gets somewhere from that so I think if you have a niche I think it's important to try and build on what on what you've got and start somewhere and, and build on that and let, let it progress if that makes sense it definitely um, does. so oh. yeah oh we literally were in sync then we both said so <laughs> that was just oh so, yeah <laughs> you know that was that was we just created a drama moment there Monica didn't we? It's, it's spotlights on spotlights on so speaking of TikTok, when you first joined, um, what was your expectations of the app? And what were the influences that you kind of checked out that you felt really resonated with yourself? And you thought, OK, I don't want to be exactly like them, but I would like to be familiarizing with my content, with their content. So when I first, done, well, I, I, I keep always go back to when I worked in a school, the kids would all have TikTok and they'd all say, Miss, have you got TikTok? Miss, have you got TikTok? I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> And whenever like I would like cover a lesson, I'd always see them sneak on it and like do little dances and stuff like that. So I, that's what I thought TikTok was, um, just you know doing like dances. And I thought if I was thirteen, I'd probably love it, but it, it didn't feel like my age group is on there. And then I used to uh, use Twitter as well, and I would see people would post obviously TikToks onto Twitter, and I thought, oh okay, like there's obviously like a bit more to this than just dances. And then um, been in lockdown from March, I think it got to May and I thought, oh, do you know what? All right, I'll give it a go and I'll see what it's about. So I did. And at first I was like, what is this app? Like, this is just like crazy. There's just anything and everything on there. Um, so I was a bit like overwhelmed and I saw um, people doing lip syncs, but they, they're they just on your full you page. So it's all these like, they, you know, it's one thing after another. Um and so I was like, right, okay, let's try and do um, these lip syncs. There's some incredible people that do lip syncs. Uh, there's Cole Anderson. He's really, really good. Maggie Foster, she does lip syncs. She so, just so was on the show the other day. 
Who Maggie was? Yeah, Maggie was on here. Oh, really? Yeah, she's fantastic, isn't she? Like, so, so, so funny. And I was like, these are just amazing. Um, and then going on to the skits is kind of what I saw. And then there was this hashtag POV. I was like, what does POV mean? Like, what is this? So I used to type it into the like little search bar and I was like, oh, it means point of view. So this is the skit, it's the point of view of a teacher, point of view of a student, point of view of, of a waitress, stuff like that. And I literally just used to flip through the whole like, the whole, all the videos when I typed in POV, I've just watched like the being like American ones, like British ones. And I used to think, oh, these are amazing. And then like, see, you know, obviously like what I do is quite British humor. Yeah. Um, so I would like watch, you know, American ones and be like, oh, that's really, really funny. I want to put a British twist on that and kind of do like the, the British version of it, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, and then I just kind of started doing them and I was like, oh, this is really fun because I love acting anyway. And I felt like the creating the skits fitted me more than doing the lip syncs. And also the lip syncs took so long. Yeah. They took so long, like to do a one minute video could take up to four hours because you'd have to do it in chronological order because otherwise all the timings would get messed up. And I was like, I just don't have the time for this. I don't have the patience anymore. Um, whereas doing the skits, all you need is an idea and you press play and you just kind of see where it goes. So, yeah. But did you feel when you were on the app that you wanted to create your own unique style of content, your own, your own unique brand? Yeah, I think so. I think... Um, as well like I think it's quite nice to be like a woman in comedy I think comedy is quite quite heavy male based and stuff like that um and I think just, just having something a bit different being funny being a bit silly um is kind of what I what I wanted to do I don't really take myself too seriously I think that's probably the best way to be so yeah I don't know I didn't really have like a game plan I didn't think like oh I want to be this person on TikTok I want to be known for this or for that I just want to create funny skits and, and give people a laugh and just see where it goes as I say you know things do develop and it's it's no it's not like right I'm going to stick with this it's just wherever it goes if it leads to somewhere where I didn't think it would just kind of let it happen and and see what works I think that's the best way to go about about things so the next question is a two-handed question so I want you to tell me Monica first what was your most proudest skit the skit that you released that you thought wow okay that has really skyrocketed me to the stratosphere of the TikTok world and also (laughs) um tell me about the very first skit that you did and how you reacted to the reception that skit got okay so my first teaching skit was a drama teacher that was the character and um it was it was do you know what it was literally like from what I remember from walking in first day of year seven and they said right come on in I'm going to sit in a boy girl circle take your shoes off and it's all these things and you think why do we need to take our shoes off and why do you need to sit in a boy girl circle like what's what's going on but it's just you just do it don't you as a kid you're like all right okay and um, it was like, right, don't touch the props over there because they're for GCSE and, you know, all this. And that was the first teaching skit I did. And it did quite well. I can't remember what it got, but I remember thinking, oh, wow, that's done like really well. That's really good to know that people like that because I would love to go on to that kind of thing. And then the best one I did was the teacher popping into the classroom to bring out a student. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I got like 1.2 million likes, which is like crazy and definitely, definitely done the best um and it was just that was just a one take one as well because sometimes I can get be a bit of a perfectionist I'm like oh no it's not good enough it's not good enough but I do find sometimes like 
I, I, yeah. I like being a perfectionist because, you know, you have people that are like, oh, why do you have to take it so seriously? But if you want the best possible product, um, like I, I'm, I'm the same with my shows. It has yeah. to be spot on. If I don't like something, then it's out and I cut it out and I make it better. So I completely see where you're coming from about, you know, how to yeah. perfect what you're doing. Because if you want people to see your work, you want that best possible product, don't you? You want the quality, don't you? Yeah. So, but sometimes I do feel like the kind of raw the better so if you can get it in you you kind of have a bit of a plan right okay the, 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 let's say the teacher um p teachers on lunch duty what would they kind of do okay well i feel like she would be holding an apple and um maybe she would um be you know chucking the apple and she drops it something like that so i'll go right okay and then i'll just press record and kind of just like improvise um sometimes i feel like that's better but then i might do it and i think like do you know what like it's not quite right or like mm, it's it's a little boring or has not enough been said so I kind of just work with what I've got and um and, and see but obviously one minute sometimes it feels like such a long time and sometimes it feels like no time at all um so I usually just kind of let the camera run until it stops um although sometimes I'll kind of like no I have nothing else to say so I'm just gonna stop it here but um yeah no it is it is it's cool it is it's really good fun I think it's beneficial as well the fact you work in a school and um for example you know there's loads of different teachers you mentioned PE teachers math teachers would you see yourself you know when you're working in that environment looking at other teachers characteristics to embody that character so seeing how PE teachers do their lessons seeing how English teachers do their lessons and you take those little things together and that helps you come up with that perfect skip yeah I do and I think other people feel like that as well like I think it's as if these teachers of subjects have specific personalities and it's really it's really funny and when I do just like the average teachers so say it's not a specific lesson it's just like right okay boys why have we not got our blazers on I always get comments being like she would definitely be an English teacher I think people have kind of pictured it as an English teacher but definitely I think you know you've got the PE teachers which are kind of almost friends with the kids and it's like you know my netball girls and we're a team and we're all really good friends and then you've got I'd say like drama teachers who are a bit more eccentric and a bit like mm, yeah but do you know what I find that like IT teachers uh, scare me IT teachers shout they shout they've got a voice they've got a really 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 loud really loud voice I feel like drama teachers can flip their lid quite quickly one minute they're like in a good mood the next minute they're like okay don't speak I feel like it's just my IT teacher we call his name was Mr Murphy but we called him the Murphinator in a spoof (laughs) of the Terminator because he'd just walk around and he'd have no facial expressions and there was he walked out and he said I'll be back so we thought yeah definitely yeah you're on to something there that's 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 yeah you just know don't you something weird going on with him but um yeah, no, it's mad. These kind of personalities that you kind of picture come with coming with the subjects. Uh, I remember I did a math teacher once and I was like, right, she's definitely she'd wear a cardigan and she's going to have some tissue up her sleeve, which she's going to pull out and wipe her nose and put back in. And then people were like, why do they always have a tissue? And it's like they, these, they probably don't. But you just kind of picture these like characteristics with with these um, with these certain teachers. Yeah. So. Describe me the support you've been getting from your TikTok journey, from family to also school. I'm quite intrigued to know what the school thinks about it. Have the kids been pestering you about what content to create? Because it's obvious they must have come across you um, because TikTok's so big in school. So describe me, Monica, what the support has been like for you. 
So when I kind of first started and started doing the teaching skits and obviously I quit my job at the school and I was like, right, I need to come away from that. I would get a lot, a lot of comments from the kids being like, you used to teach me and like this used to be my drama teacher. Um, and I think they were like, and then other people were replying, be like, no, she didn't. She didn't teach you. And they're like, well, she did. And then there'd be like little arguments between these kids as to whether I taught them or not. Um, the teachers have been so supportive like really 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 great they love them um which I think is good because you don't want to like touch a nerve with some of them um but they all just take it in really good fun and stuff like that which is great um and then I have a few teachers that have commented and been like I know who this is based on <laughs> and stuff like that my family have been amazing like my friends have been amazing to be honest the general like support that I've received has just been has been really really good you're always going to get a bit of negative negativity from anything um but you do have to just take the rough with the smooth and I think you know if the good outweighs the bad then then you're on to something but no it has I feel like it's such like a community on TikTok as well um I feel like you know you have people that watch your videos every day and they're so like some of the comments are so sweet and so lovely so I think I've been really really well I have been like extremely fortunate with um all the support that I've received from everybody that's great. So have you had any content creators reach out to you to compliment you on your work or any other celebs? Celebs? Well, you know, um, so I have made a really, really, really good friend through TikTok and we don't post the same stuff at all. She's called Millie Pickles. Um, she's a sporty gal. Um, and I'm not sporty in the slightest, but we like connected through TikTok and she lives down south. I live up north and she lives down south. And I'm going to meet her next week in London. So like we've like got a really good friendship. Um, I featured in uh well, me and some other TikTok that we featured in the magazine in You magazine a few months ago. So I got to meet like Abby Clark, she does Abby Clark com comedy, um, Sharice, like loads of people, and Meggie Foster was in that too. Um, so it's mad like how you connect with people like Eden Halves, um, spoke to her a couple of times. Um, Megan Bolton, like, yeah, just like loads. You just connect, and like they're just so lovely, and everyone's into such different things, and everyone's just so supportive of what you're doing and on on your own journey. It's like people are like happy for you. Do you know what I mean? Which is just so nice. It's nice to have a bit of support, I think, because I think especially on social media, things can be such a competition sometimes. Um, but it just doesn't feel like that. People just yeah. out among the rest, don't they? yeah and it's just nice to have support from people and and people be happy for you so no it has been it's been it's been great to be honest brilliant so tell me as well monica the opportunities you you have received from um this tiktok journey and also what opportunities have we got coming up so i have done a few interviews which have been really cool um i think we're the best yeah oh hands down hands down um I got to be in you magazine which was really cool it was like my first like big interview stuff like that obviously a lot of the clubs that I do are really exciting um works with like BBC Bite Size as well which has been really really cool I think do you know what it is it's like having your stuff kind of noticed by people is quite like sometimes it doesn't really like feel real and it's like oh that's so nice that like they want to work with you and stuff like that so I think that's really cool so I've done quite a lot of um cool collabs um and uh, I've got some stuff coming up but I haven't got like 
my ultimate goal is to be acting on TV. Um, so I'm still waiting for, the, for that dream to come true. But I think, you know, hard well, work is... Uh, it will. Yeah, it will. You've got to manifest it. <laughs> keep the power in the fist and you will yes. get on that journey for sure. Yes, exactly. So it's just about hard work, isn't it? And, and what, what you put into, into life, you get out of it. So I, you know, I just feel like everything will happen in good time. Um, I think it's so easy to be like oh I want to be in this place I want to be here I want I want to be doing that now but actually like sometimes I just have to think do you know what just like enjoy where you are now and, and the journey because if I look back a year ago I never would have thought I would be here yeah so yeah. I try and appreciate where, well I do appreciate where I am now um, but it is it is easy to be like oh why am I not there why am I not in this why am I not in that but it'll all happen in good time it will, it will. <laughs> I'm gonna put you on the spot I want you to tell me your favorite TikToker and why, and you can even give them a shout out right here on the show. Oh my goodness. Okay, well, Millie Pickles, she's amazing. I can't tell you honestly, she has the most incredible story um, and she's just so inspiring. She's hardworking, she's dedicated. Um, she's just such a feel good person and you know what I feel like we need more of that on social media yeah. like going onto someone's profile and coming away and feeling like oh good you know what that's made me feel really motivated um so big shout out to Millie Pickles go and check her out because she is she's the best but she really I is. want people to check you out Monica so where can people find your socials so my tiktok is monica geldart my instagram is monica underscore geldart and my twitter is also just monica geldart so um yeah go check them out guys <laughs> do it uh, monica i want to thank you so much for coming on the show it's been great and thank for you. the viewers that want to listen back to this episode with monica it will be available um then you can go and listen to that right now on spotify and apple podcasts um oh, amazing yeah. you're on it aren't you you are on it well monica thank you so much for coming on the show amazing thank you so much for having me it's been great to chat to you no problem have a great day now you too bye <laughs>